0: Hey there, everybody. You're listening to the Water Trio Astrology Podcast. I'm joined here with my lovely friends and colleagues, Alicia Youssef and Kelly Surtees. So we are going to be discussing with you all of the insights, uh, the highlights of week beginning Monday, July 8. So how are you girls? How have you been? Yeah, good.
1: I've been fantastic. It's finally warm here, so it's great. Finally
0: warm. So where are you now? Are you Canada, Belgium? <laughs> I know be I'm you, still in Canada. So still
1: in Canada. I think this is our last recording session today. So I think so, yeah. Uh, While well, I'll really? be in Canada.
0: Yes. Wow. I know. I can't Crazy believe now. it. Me neither. We'll be on <laughs> we'll be on different time zones. We'll be at night time and you'll be in the morning, Kill. Yeah, so yeah we'll we're be gonna reversing. have a flip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. We'll have a flip. How, How you about pass? you, Leashie? Oh, I'm good. How about you,
2: Leash? Yeah, yeah. All good. Busy week and lots of rain here. So it's nice to actually sun. see some sun for once. It's, I haven't seen sun for like three days. So, yeah. Yes,
0: us Aussies do it tough in that respect, don't we? <laughs> oh, yeah, that two, that two weeks of
2: winter we have here in Queensland.
0: <laughs> what was that meme on the internet recently from a
1: Queenslander? I remember lo- winter last year. It was a Wednesday.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. (laughs) When I was in the US, um, I was really sort of quite surprised by um, what was approaching summer was in fact colder than winter for us. (laughs) And then I'm like, "Well, this is like 20 degrees. Anything under the 20 degrees is freezing for us um, in our part of the world." So I think that's about 33. 33 um, degrees celsius uh, fahrenheit maybe 20 degrees or 53 this, yeah. or something just going to quickly google that now yeah.
2: uh, i remember degrees. in london if, if, it, if it got above 17 degrees you were breaking out in the bikini and heading to the park to get some sun oh no, that's like 68
0: cats. <laughs> yeah 68 yeah. yeah so that's you know But people are going oh it's 70 degrees that's not bad and i'm like that's crazy so anyway It's all relative. Rain, exactly. Had a bit of rain, and it's yeah. I think we're going to get some more today. But anyway, um, yeah. So the week ahead, it's all happening this week. So I
2: think you're I'm, you're kicking off. Aren't you, Kat? I'm,
0: I'm kicking well, it off. It's yes. all happening
1: with Mercury retrograde and a special aspect that you have uh, highlighted for yeah, everyone this week. Yeah, we've got a
0: bit of an unusual aspect happening this week, and that is something rare. And even just in our pre-show chat, we were trying to work out when has this happened in the past. Yeah. and none of us can actually recall this happening. Um, and what's happening is that Mars the slower of the two planets is actually applying to Mercury Uh, that's retrograde in Leo. So this is all happening around that four-degree segment of Leo. So this is a a rare thing, and I think it's got that potential to have a standout effect because of its rarity. So with that in mind, you know, I was thinking about this, um, and I think it's definitely got some deuterating potential. (laughs) Um, (laughs) define the term for the audience who has no idea (laughs) i I think i think our good friend austin coppick actually coined this one quite a few years ago and he refers to the mars retrograde as a bit of a dooderang. so i guess it's a bit of an ode to us aussies as well the whole boomerang thing when you Mm -hmm. throw something away and it comes back to you so mars being that you know archetypical masculine uh It is Mars retrograde, is that, you know, quintessential when, you know, ex boyfriends can come back on the scene. And so I feel that this, um, this aspect does have potential to kind of, Uh, bring a little bit of that essence or that flavor to it maybe it was somebody that you told to go away a while ago (laughs) is trying to get back on the scene potentially um there's all of that so (laughs) um who knows but yeah mercury and mars retrograde it might sort of bring that that realization of something that you've said in the past is coming back to bite you potentially or that there's you know somebody also from the past is trying to reconnect or establish some type of uh, connection or contact again so that um takes place at four degrees leo um in australia it happens on the tuesday and then of course it will be the wednesday for um the u.s oh, sorry the uh the monday i'm used to doing it the other, way the other way around yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> welcome, oh, back. yeah. welcome back welcome yeah. back to the future <laughs> I'm (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. I'm still kind of uh, in, in two time zones a little bit not long back from the US. So yeah so this happens on the monday um in the northern hemisphere so yeah that's definitely one to watch particularly because of how rare it is and then of course it will be in um aspect to that uranus too so there's that element Mm. of something sudden or shocking or surprising whether that's a welcome shock or surprise well that's you know your call but there's definitely uh that element to it as well do either of you two have any thoughts about this aspect this week
2: Well, the fact, you know, what you were highlighting there, I was just thinking, you know, anyone who has, you, God, speak Alicia, anybody that has planets in the early degrees of the fixed sign that is already feeling that Uranus energy, you know, this is going to make that like a fireworks in a fireworks factory in terms of how we speak and how we communicate a fire in a fireworks factory, you know, it's like pop, 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 everything going off. So, it may be mentally that's partly going off, um, but- trying to just really watch your words under this one. And as you said, you know, I think the last time that Mercury and Mars met was back on the 19th of June. So, it may be a chance to revisit some conversations that may have happened around that time, um, ways that you needed to assert yourself, put your words forward, or maybe sharp words that you had with somebody else. Maybe see if there is a way to mend things or push forward what you want in a different way, in a new way, um, and just revisit what you really need to do. So that's my kind of feeling about it. But yeah, I think the, the fact that it's so unusual and then you add in Uranus, which is bringing his unusual energy to it as well. It's, it's going to be a really kind of, yeah, interesting day to put it that way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. that surprise moment <clears throat> in the mix how about you Kel do you have any ideas or thoughts around this one? Oh, look I think you guys have made some great points
1: what when you when you were both talking I was like oh yeah at least you're saying people born with early fixed placements so I just quickly was looking up uh in my trusty ephemeris here uh the date so if you that means that if your birthday is between January 21st and 27th uh, if your birthday is between april 21st and 26 if your birthday is between july 22nd to 30 can't even read my own scroll and if your birthday is between october 24 and 31 that's you basically so depending on you know i know we have some listeners that that know their birth chart and some that don't uh look i do think it's it's a very unique thing you know mercury's not even just retrograde. It's Mercury's in station. It's it. It's just standing yeah. still like a boat that's dead in the water, basically. And Mars is just barreling through right over the top of Mercury, which almost never happens because, as you're saying, Cass, Mercury is usually moving more quickly than Mars. So... It is a, like a turn of events. The person who's normally receiving information is actually now taking the lead. So it might yeah. even speak a little bit to a switch in a
0: power dynamic or like a role reversal or something. Mm, yeah. I mean, this has got sort of like an astrological signature of some potential mansplaining perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we wanted to define the astrological definition of this, I mean, there is that sort of like, I don't know, yeah. It no, it's thing, very so. relevant. It's very relevant. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mars can have like a dominating influence, and Mercury doesn't have a lot to uh, add into the conversation here. And it's then not right. so, and no. especially in Leo
2: too, like this is like getting it out there. This is like me, 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 pushing it's pushing loud. it forward. Yeah,
1: it's proud. Yeah. And then yeah, Mars ro- runs over the top of Mercury and bangs into Uranus later in the week, so it is going to yeah. be. There is a feeling of disruption or unexpected uh, stuff as and, yeah, good or bad basically. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean how I've been thinking about this Mercury retrograde, it's like, you know, because really it's, it's like you drive a car up a street and there's road work at the end and you're like, ah, oh, I've got to go backwards but there's nowhere to turn around. So you actually have to stop like Mercury Station. And then driving backwards is not comfortable. You know, Mercury is not comfortable in retrograde. And so, it's like that thing of, oh, i got to check my mirrors, turn around, you know, however you drive backwards. And it goes slower. It never actually picks up the, the full speed. And then right as you just start backing back, you know, here comes another car, it, like bangs into you and kind of pushes you out of the way. And then there's, you know, road rage, argy-bargy, that's potential with this. So-
1: or it's like the it annoying is. motorbike that just speeds up when you're stuck in a traffic jam on the F3 trying to go north at Easter <laughs> or something. That's
0: and wishing Australian that you were reference. on that motorbike.
1: <laughs> yes, and you're jealous. down that person on the motorbike. <laughs>
0: yes yeah i guess i was just trying to i was having a little screen flipping moment there and i was trying to find is there like a silver lining or something like this i'm always trying to look for that um and i mean if you think about it at the time the aspect perfects um you know the sun sorry mercury and mars are looking to the sun for guidance which is uh in cancer applying to join the north node so I mean, even if it is a bit of the, you know, argy-bargy, as you said, Lishi, um, I guess that what would we, how would we like translate that for the non-Australians? Like a Mexican oh, standoff, bargy, perhaps? Mexicans <laughs> <baby. laughs> Bring back the biff. Uh, a bit of a Mexican standoff. You're going this way, I'm going that way. But it's a little bit more aggressive than that, isn't it?
1: It's hard anyway, to translate what happens on the rugby field, you know, the argy with the, the pushing and mm. shoving.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's not actually. It, it's more a, a, a word. Like for me, argy bargy is like getting in the words out, and you know, but you don't actually like physically contact. It's, it's like, like popping up the
0: chair stuff. So yeah, yeah on, like, But I'm really not going to do anything. Yeah.
2: And yeah, it's like two yeah. drunk guys in a pub who are like with each other, <laughs> but they don't actually do anything. <laughs>
0: That, yeah. And that's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like, you know, uh, the ILS, the invisible lat syndrome, you know, a <laughs> <laughs> bit of my like powerlifting gym reference there. Like, you know, the guys that like to puff, like puff themselves up a bit of peacock style. And then, you know, nothing really happens. So all show no it's go. It's all bark. Um, no, it's all bite. It's all bark, no bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, like even if there is a bit of argy-bargy going on or whatever happens around this sort of tense energy, I think there is that, you know, it, it's that maybe that little bit of frustration or tension that's going to, you know, lead to the breakthrough possibly with uh, yeah. the sun moving up on the north node there. So, Well, yeah, yeah
1: and Mercury-Mars, I know that it can be frustrated or sort of tense words or um, impulsive decisions potentially, I always think of this, particularly in a, a fire sign, as foot-in-mouth disease. Yeah. Um, you know, you just blurt something out, but you were just not meaning to. And even though it might be awkward in the moment, I always think the positive of that is that you get it out. You know, it gets yeah. said or you take action on it. And there is a weird thing, though, with Mars rus- rushing ahead and Mercury being in station about to do that reverse that you talked about, leash. So there is this weird exchange of I was doing this one thing and now this other thing has taken over and and mm. the original thing is now on the back burner while this other thing becomes what I focus on so it's a weird dance but yeah like the relay running and now yep. you're done and you're it tag you're it mm. kind of thing
2: yeah. So and I is. also feel as well, you know, there is the potential because Uranus is in there is to speak your authenticity. You know, this is the chance to go actually this is what I want, Mars, and and speak it out loud, but with this particular part of it because Mercury is retrograde, you know, it's station, it maybe you're thinking about it more you don't necessarily get it or if it does come out, it kind of comes out in a big hit coming up from an unconscious place, but it is definitely a chance to go, okay, this is what I want and this is what I need done and this is what's going to happen, um, especially with that Leo in there as well, which is quite, can be quite focused on self and, and me and, and you know, that coming up from the passion, coming up from the heart, um, speaking our heart out loud, so that would be my silver lining about it, you know, listening to what's building up inside of you and if you can, you know, say it out in a nice way, you know, give it Libra speak. What were you calling it, Cass, earlier in the pre-show oh, chat? Yeah, bitchcraft. <laughs> bitchcraft. <laughs>
0: bitchcraft.
1: Which was, wasn't that from Frank at Norwalk? That was
0: from Frank Clifford's uh, roasting at, um, at Norwak, and um, I was, sitting next to a dear libra uh, compadre and we just looked at each other and went oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know when you you're being really not, it's it's you know i remember our first teacher in astrology used to describe libra as just like aries but just with the sugar coating on it so <laughs> it's 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 what we do right so we just still get what we want but in a much more nicer way <laughs>
2: I love it. <laughs> but You're <two> just <laughs> Whereas my Aries is like, why would you be bothered to make it nice?
0: Like, just say it.
2: <laughs> it's the Venus Mars
0: paradigm, right? Yeah, so yeah totally.
2: At I totally get day. it. Yeah, I do have Mercury and Libra, so I I can bitchcraft when I want to.
1: I, I'm usually vagued out at this point, so I'm not sure
2: what's going on.
1: Fishcraft, direct craft. I don't oh, know see any of this it. is this is
2: cardinal lockout, Kel. Oh no,
1: that's totally <laughs> fine. I'm just off with the fairies in La La Land. So. Um, okay, so, the, something you Love said, it. Leash did did make a thing happen in my mind around the loudness because Mercury and Mars they were in aspect uh, to each other back in june when they were both in cancer and mm. cancer doesn't it's not as verbal it's not as loud it's not as expressive so stuff that's been churning inside you is definitely going to start coming out and i think it almost feels like grabbing a bit of a megaphone or you know having a massive journal writing session or having this big deep and meaningful with a friend so it is a pretty mm. full-on start to the week for sure yep. And then I think one of you gals alluded to the Mars Uranus uh, square, which comes through Thursday, uh, which will be Friday in Australia. And it does really give this whole week a feeling of this undertone of restlessness, or I want more freedom, or I'm Mm. bored with the status quo. And I'm kind of prepared to blow something up a little bit to see if I can make life more exciting or more interesting
2: in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, break the shackles. Break the shackles. Yeah, whatever
0: is boring is going to be boring no more. Short, sh- short shelf it, life. And particularly, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe you're like your ex won't be as boring as they were before, you know, if there's some dooderang action happening there.
1: If there, so, and with, with that, because <laughs> you're kind of referring to some sort of reconnection with an ex, even if it's this weird, temporary, random, out
0: of the blue message or I mean, yeah, tweet uh, or something. I mean, yeah, I just had this sort of idea last night thinking about, you know, um well I've already written them but you know when you watch the show (laughs) but I'm in the process of doing my recording just finishing off um my horoscopes that I do on my website for this month and just thinking about the rarity of this the way that Mars is actually Mm. approaching Mercury it's not Mm. something that happens a lot so um There is a standout potential there that it's going to be a noticeable thing, particularly if it is hitting something uh, in your chart. Yeah. Or you've recently broken up with somebody. You know, there could be that reconnection, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And
2: there is that excitement of, you know, reconnecting with someone that you know it's bad for you but because because it's something that you shouldn't do that kind of brings the last levels up a bit anyway well that's what I used to do a long time ago so I was the queen of the deuterang a long time ago um we all remember
1: the bad boy attraction
2: yes yeah and that's what this has the potential for so you know they're bad for you but you're like yeah I just want to get that anyway
1: (laughs) So, on that note, um, Alicia, what else did you
0: want to discuss this
2: week? Well, I'm coming to the opposite side of this. So, it's really interesting that kind of midweek we've got the sun-saturn opposition. So, this is where we can actually have a little <laughs> bit <no>. of self-control. <laughs> Follow the rules. Yep. Deny ourselves. Maybe look for the look for the serious, look for the long-term strategy with this and go, mm, okay, if I do tap that, what's going to happen? Like, it's just going to break my heart. So, I'm going <laughs> to... Did you say, what
0: did could you say back that up just a little bit.
2: I was trying to slide that one to the keeper. Um, <laughs> I heard
0: it. <laughs> it's like a rap, a rap song reference.
2: I said, if you do tap that, yeah! then
0: oh, <laughs> <laughs> that is funny.
2: Then um, you have a little bit of self-discipline to actually be able to say no. So there is a, fe- a feeling of this of really. I don't know. Um, you've got the sun in, in cancer. It's, it's all up in the watery sensitivity. And maybe this is about facing some of your fears. Maybe this is about opening up and feeling like, okay, do I need to be vulnerable with this person? Do I need to back away? You know, what's really going to protect me in the end? What's the long term? What's the long game in this? I was really thinking about, um, you know, like in, um, I used to play netball a lot and it wasn't so much in the, you know, getting Archie in the, actual with the people. It's like, well, the having to think about the long game, all right, how are we going to get the goals in? You know, where do we have to place ourselves? What do we have to do? So it's really having a think about, okay, what do I need to put in place now? Where can I be disciplined? Where can I be focused? And also, you know, those things that put in place a want for respect, a wanting to feel important, a wanting to feel valued, having to, you know, Saturn really wants to be succeed and get ahead. Um, so it's bringing that, you know, because the sun's self, the sun's how we shine. So it's like, well, what can I do now that will help me see the accolades down in the future? So I guess, you know, it as well, the other thing about this point was it's actually really the halfway point between the two eclipses. So because the sun's also also on the North node on the same day. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So this is where the sun, you know, it's it's halfway between the two eclipses. This is in that weird eclipse vortex where time isn't real and everything. I think, Cass, you beautifully referred to it later and earlier in the year of that time between Christmas and New Year where you don't know what day it is. You don't know where you are and what you're doing. And that's what this eclipse period will be like. So it'd be interesting to see in a way what we learnt from the solar eclipse that we can really put into effect now and actually do some work around and ground down so that when the lunar eclipse happens um, next week, it will be, I don't know, there'll be things in place. There'll be foundations in place that really help us. So I'd say get serious on this day and really put some long-term strategies into place about how you can use this energy. Yeah. What about you, gals?
1: I love talking about netball. Uh, I mentioned that one Saturday night recently, while I was out for friends, and people thought I said nipple because I must have had a couple of drinks and my Australian accent, and it was very confusing. Um, I don't know how you we can got- tell this
2: is a Mars week. Like we're talking about all these things about sex. I'm
1: not even trying to talk
2: about nipples.
1: I want to talk about netball. Um, okay, but it's just funny. That was just a weird Canadian moment. But look, I played netball too, leash, and uh, I don't even know how to explain netball to our American audience. It's played by. It's almost it's like, like the number one sport for it's women like in Australia. non-contact
0: basketball,
1: non-contact yeah. basketball, but with positions, and you can't each player can't go everywhere on the court, kind of thing. So yeah. there's more. Yeah. There's more Saturn in it because there's more boundaries. Um, yeah. You know, one of the things we always used to say in netball, because you're always playing two steps ahead of where the ball is, you know, you've got to position yourself. I love that analogy, Leisha. I'm all over it. You know, you'd be, because I played goal defence, so I'd always be set back uh, from the play because I'm a satin girl, so I'm defending, not attacking yep. basically. Guess,
2: guess what I was.
1: Yeah, mate, center. you were like goal attack or centre.
2: I was wing attack and centre. Oh, wing attack because you can't <laughs> shoot. So just for everybody else, this is the person who's like actually quite aggressive and is the one who's like really running around the court a lot more and they've got a lot more space to in. Driving the play, in. In.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. They were my favourite positions too the wing attack Um, and center cast correct yeah yeah no i was the tall
1: person yeah blocking the shots at the back um (laughs) but what we would often say as a gd or a gk player was here if you need because sometimes they'd Mm. throw the ball back to you to get it in you know so that idea of having your backup plan knowing who's got your flank if you like who's there if you need um But there is something about limits with the sun opposite Saturn, because Saturn is one of the planets that actually has a fair amount of dignity in the sky right now. Mm. So he doesn't really have to answer to anyone. And there is this feeling of like the buck stops here for us personally. This is actually the day that we fly to Belgium which was not a day that we had control over because our flights were booked on our behalf and because we're travelling with our pets, there are only certain days of the week we could go. So weird considerations and it ends up this is our day. And for us, it's that combination of the sun on the North Node. We're going into this completely unknown new adventure, breaking new ground, but the buck stops here. Anything we haven't finished about our life in Canada too bad, we're going. So that's like it's Saturn is always like if it's really important, you've got to do it at the expense of things that aren't that important. So the prioritization and the time management. Mm. And I think to your point, too, leash like it's that middle of the eclipse season. We're going to feel yep. it in the, it sort of flavors, I think, the first half of this week, even though it's mm. the most strong kind of Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just got very excited about
2: netball, obviously. Um, <laughs> no, that was great. And you definitely explained it way better than I did. So.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no, You did a great job. And you know why I'm excited? Because where we're going to be living, there's this big fitness facility with a bunch of international expats and there's a netball competition. So I'm oh, really excited. Awesome.
2: Um, cool. Anyway. Indoor?
1: Cass- um, I think it's indoor, which is not my favorite, but anyway. It's a bit too just- fast for me, but Yeah.
2: Oh,
0: anyway, yeah, we're going on massive tangents today. I love it.
1: Um, but Cass, what about you? Throw some
2: satin some along yeah, no, our netball way. Was,
0: netball was never really my preferred uh, game at school. I'm not a team sport kind of person. <laughs> However, what do they
2: say? You didn't like
0: balls flying at your face. <laughs> but what I what I did enjoy I'm was what I. I'm, I'm just letting that one slide through to the keeper. But what I did enjoy. Um, it was the year 1992 when Guns N' Roses released the Use Your Illusion, um, or maybe it was 1991. But anyway, okay. myself and one other girl, we used to try and, like, um, psych out the, the opposition by singing Civil War to each other across the court. It was random. So that was <laughs> it used to be like, you well, what, what like
2: divert- and Can so you, us, and can we you give
0: us a little rendition? This. It's It's just so, like – Uh, Mars applying to Mercury retrograde. So what we used to do across the corner at each other would be like, "What we have here is failure to communicate," which is the, (laughs) (laughs) which is which is perfect.
1: It's the line from the song, but it's Mars retrograde, Mars on Mercury retrograde.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if any of our <laughs> listeners are going to be like really playing netball this week. I certainly won't be. <laughs> but in terms of the sun uh, conjoined the North Node, it does bring me, you know, I'm a Cancer, so I'm always going to be looking back. And it does remind me, I believe, if my um, calculations in my mind. Uh, 16th, 15th for the Northern Hemisphere of January, when the sun passed over the South Node. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, whatever you lost then has that potential to be, you know, you might not necessarily regained, but at least you might see the other side of that first part of the earlier in the year, like the Marie condoing, which we were all kind of obsessed with back in January. Then the sun coming up on the north node, we might get that, okay, the emotional aha moment. That's why I lost that or that's why I parted ties with that. Or this is why I cleaned up. Because we've talked about that in previous episodes, how we want to clear things physically and then we want to refill it up really quick. Or what's the next thing? And there is this sort of journey you have to take between the cleansing and, you know, you can't reap and sow in the same season, right? So now we might start to feel a little bit of the reaping of what was sown or, um sorted back in January so I guess that's the part of this configuration that I'm looking forward to is the sun on the, the north node there is a push there is a, a potential of um, opening and progress but the Saturn component is but I know what I want now or yeah, I know yeah. what I am prioritizing mm-hmm. now or I know what you know I know who's in my corner what's mm-hmm. in my corner or you know what's important to me because we've had yeah. that last sort of six months of figuring out what that really is from the yep. last time um, the sun interacted with one of those, uh, interacted Nodes. with the node, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's a good point you bring up, Cass, and I really think about it, it's like a vacuum, you know, because we've cleared things away, it's created a vacuum that other things can come into and sometimes if you don't work with that consciously, it gets filled up with crap that is not important. I think we were talking about it way back then about, you know, the... the um, material um what were you calling it material anorexia or something bulimia Bulimia. yeah yeah and so this is actually you know don't just empty things out so that you fill it up with more crap it's like empty things out so that you bring in what you consciously choose what you really want um and then looking at your chart to see, you know exactly where this has happened and this is the eclipse is triggering off all of this as well so it's going to be an interesting few weeks that's for sure
0: yeah, I think this midweek in between, the eclipse is really quite juicy and got a lot of insights mm. and it can really bring things up and out um, yeah. in the, the time and space between the two eclipses, which can always feel like a different uh, kind of time zone anyway. You know, the yep. time, it, you know, as Kelly is seasoned, um you know me just coming back from the US it's like those times between eclipses is when you're just in this vortex of crossing the ocean crossing yeah. time zones you don't yeah. know where you are what you're doing you're just going through lag. it and then and then you come out the other side and everything yeah. looks a little bit and feels a, a lot different so that's yeah. kind of what we can expect a little bit this week i think in in some respects is that uh you know time feeling different a lot going on but maybe not fully manifesting or coming out maybe until you know next week's eclipse or what have you but i think there's some really juicy aspects this week that might also reveal the larger landscape of what the eclipses mean for you absolutely yep. absolutely
1: yep. yeah i mean saturn is um when when you were talking Cass, it reminded me saturn is so much about quality control and mm. you know he has really good standards, and he's got such a firm backbone, symbolically speaking. About no, that doesn't cut it. So no, thanks. Mm. I'd rather have nothing than have something substandard. So that that kind of Totes. feels like part of this for sure. Yeah,
2: and Saturn
0: can deal with having nothing. You know, Saturn can survive he's totally with having okay
1: nothing. with that. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Totally yep. okay.
0: And also too, like while this is all happening, um, the moon is actually squaring off all of this. So it's definitely this, you know, the moon will be going through Libra at the time. Um, so there is this sort of real tension around direction potentially too. Do I do what I've always done or and get what I've always got or do I move into the you know, the newness or, you know, showing a little bit more of um, what I want as opposed to what, you know, the Libra moon might suggest what we might want.
2: Yeah. Yes. Instead of asking everybody else's opinion, just listen to yourself, go with your gut.
0: Mm. To
2: your own.
0: Yeah. yeah. So a huge week. Now, have you explained your aspect yet, Cal? We've we've oh yeah, we just we wove it in
1: together because I was doing Mars Uranus, and so we were bouncing off your Duderang Mars Mercury, and yeah.
0: yeah. So we've kind of. So did we actually talk
2: about the timings of when this is happening? Because the Saturn, the Saturn Sun Saturn's on the Tuesday night in the US, Wednesday early Wednesday morning here in Australia, and then the. Mars Uranus is on Friday for all of us I'm pretty sure.
1: Thursday in the States. Oh it is okay
2: yeah yeah all right oh that's a.m. in my scribble yeah Yeah. so Thursday night in the States and early Friday morning here in Australia. Yeah wow what a week
0: so um I really look forward to uh you know hearing people's comments and their experiences of this week so do feel free to like your experiences or comments in the those boxes below in various and if anyone platforms. did play
1: netball, tell us what position you played.
0: <laughs> yes, and, and your placements. Sh- <laughs> and
1: what, what do they say on Twitter these song days? Was to
0: your, to sing on the your court big three. To annoy your- To annoy your other components, your, you know, your other people. Your your opponents. I love it.
2: For us, it used to be, Queen, we will, we will rock you. That's what we used to do.
1: (laughs) We just played. I'm I'm (laughs) completely oblivious to this. I just played. Here if you need. That's all I have.
0: (laughs) No, I used to really enjoy the mental game of psyching out my um, other people and it made for any other shortcomings I might have had in my netball career. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, I wasn't really a fan of it, but you know, the old girls' school. It was, you know, kind of compulsory to play and uh, no, I'd rather Did do, we cross all do country or something. You all go to schools. Uh, Sorry. no, no, I yeah. had boys at my school. Okay. oh did you yeah yeah
1: but I also um, was playing competitive netball not like compulsory oh, club like club yeah. netball
0: you mean yeah
1: well you like and rep at school and stuff so um
0: you were good
1: yeah I liked I liked playing I like playing sports I can play on a team I'm all right with that <laughs>
0: <laughs> no I liked the cross-country running or even tennis because it was just me like and so if somebody yeah. failed like it was tennis. just on me
1: I do like yeah. tennis yeah I think I, like I don't know whether it's coming from a big family or something like a netball team of seven players. Basically, my family quite comfortable like <laughs> basketball. <laughs> basketball five players, netball seven players. It's very familiar size.
0: Yeah, for but me. you're used to sharing. You're used to having to like negotiate and share and work and together, and you know. Yeah.
1: And, I mean, it was partly I think coming from a large family, but also that the the family culture in which we grew up was was quite collaborative. So mm. yeah. Um, not that we're not all competitive and like to, we, we do like to all beat each other, not beat each other up, but we can be competitive with each other. Um, anyway, this is a very t- wonderful Cancerian tangent, but. Uh,
0: <laughs> cool. Well, on that note, I mean, we're probably getting a little close to time. Um, oh. We'd like to keep our podcast a little bit on the shorter yep. and snappier side. So before we wind up, does anybody have anything that they'd like to share or um, uh, promote this week? No. Not for me.
1: I'm just, I'm just I'm just relocating continents, so I, I won't be okay. That's this your week.
0: you've got your own working. off busy.
1: You can check out what's happening on Instagram if you want to see what taking cats on a plane is like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like snakes on a plane, but that's cats on a plane.
1: <laughs> I'm like, no, no, they're staying contained. But that's my adventure for this week. So yeah, I'm Welcome. off work for for this week.
2: What about yes. you guys? I start my Breaking, the Choosing <clears throat> Your Canyon Breaking Patterns course this week. But at, at the moment, while I'm recording, I've only got one space left. So I'm guessing that I want, I'm hoping that I won't have any spaces left, but have a check it out. But that starts this week, goes for the next seven weeks. And yeah, I'm just seeing clients as well this week. So I think I might have one space left this week at the, at the moment, but we're kind
0: of, what, two weeks out at the moment. So what about you, Cass? Oh. Yeah, I've got a webinar coming up this month. Um, it's been very challenging to find an election that I'm happy with to, to put it out there. But, yep. um, yeah, so that will probably get uh, revealed in next week's episode. But it's going to be on uh, the moon and uh, predicting with the phases. So, oh, nice. Um, looking realised remember-
1: I could say something. Um, last weekend, I did a webinar with Kenneth Miller for Astrology University on the eclipses. So if you oh, did you? It, well, oh cool. When this goes to yeah. air, yeah, it will yeah, be last weekend. Right. Yeah, uh, oh, fantastic. So if you missed that live recording and you want some more insight, including some tips on how to handle next week's lunar eclipse, you can get that recording from my website or Astrology University
0: course, cool. so lots of lots of moon action out there for this all month. about the
1: moon this month of course yeah. yeah so you haven't picked a date for your webinar yet
0: uh probably be the 25th of july at this point um but yeah so that's a nice day yeah yeah
1: oh yeah that's so, got my favorite aspect of the whole month on yes. so we'll yes. talk more about that yes. um in the water trio <laughs> episode week. that week
2: yeah
0: <laughs> no week Total. after couple of weeks yeah. <clears throat> yes yeah. yeah all right okay, guys so- that's the plan. Yes. All right. Love yous all. See us later and tell us your, your netball positions. <laughs> Bye. And not your other positions. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>